So how's the Mad Men? Mad <laughs> I decided Men. that this isn't called what we've been watching anymore. It's just called <laughs> Mad Men. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, today will be the last because that's all I did. Um, I was able to catch up. And Sunday night, I was I had two episodes left. Like, when I woke up in the morning, I had two episodes left. But I decided to watch the penultimate episode of season six Mm -hmm. and just DVR the season premiere of season seven. And I'm like, I'm going to save. I'm going to save the finale for tomorrow. I just felt like it. I could have squeezed it all in and made it, but I just decided to save it. I guess I was just extending. I knew it was coming to an end. (laughs) (laughs) So I started dolling it out, and um, it was really good. It, oh man, I I loved my Mad Men experience. It was concentrated, and it was alone for the most part. Right. You know, sometimes, especially if I'm catching up on six seasons of a show, it's like get um, some podcasts going and watching and read a bunch of stuff about it. Even right. get spoiled a little bit. But with Mad Men, it was just like me and the show. Harold and I talked just minimally. Um, and he didn't, you know, tell me about what was coming up or anything. I'd just like say little things, but I wasn't um marred by anybody's opinion. I wasn't listening to podcasts to like, oh yeah, maybe that will happen. It was just me and the show and it was so great. And Netflix, often their little descriptions of the show, you know how the next one just starts automatically and it just like the screen has a little description of what the next show is and all of that. Yeah. I always read those just because you're waiting for the next show. And, Ooh, what's this one going to be about? They right. are so vague. And for most of the shows, they're not. They'll like ruin points and you're like, oh, great. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They are so vague, and it was great. And so everything that happened in that show surprised me, and I had no idea it was coming. And it's a great show for that because it is just done in a very interesting manner that you really don't know what's coming. And it's not like there's a lot of huge, like, blow-your-mind things that happen. But there's enough, and they're subtle, and they're just well done, and they're well written, and they sneak up on you. And it was just such a great experience. Oh, cool. Well, that's that's good. I'm I'm glad you liked it so much, and that you had that little. And I never listen. I never heard. I mean, I knew, I knew some things about the show, and mm-hmm. you know, everybody. It, you can't live in America or whatever, you know. Right, right. It was a, it's been a big deal, but that's how I know his name is Don Draper. You just exactly, you, you just know. you know that stuff, and um, you know it's about an advertising firm in New York in the '60s and all of that. But right. little things like I think watching the show and like hearing casting news and what's going on in actual like the star's lies that's going to affect the characters. Just none of it. And I didn't hear any of that. I don't do a lot of like 
E Hollywood stories or you know like Entertainment Tonight. I don't no do that. I hate those shows. <laughs> right. I hate those shows so much. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like a jerk being too into stars' personal lives and things. So I just don't care. I don't either. <laughs> and I I feel like they can have some privacy and I really I don't care. <laughs> I do too. It's like leave them alone. It's, you know, yeah. there you can tell the ones that want the you know, TMZ stuff and the yeah, ones the don't. Kardashians and you know. Yeah. Oh. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say it was such a great experience and it couldn't have been better and especially yesterday since I was all done cuz I finished up so Monday I I was able to watch the finale mm-hmm. and then the premiere back to back. No, wait. Yeah. That's what I did. And it was uh, Bates Motel. I couldn't watch that. I was mad at. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I couldn't watch a show. I actually do a podcast. <laughs> My night was totally planned out. I was going to finish Mad Men, watch Bates, and then watch the moon stuff. And that might plans got kinked (laughs) (laughs) and um anyway so i finished and then you know it's kind of fun one of the reasons i started man men is because i had heard that the last season was happening and it's kind of fun to watch the last season of shows with the world um yes i agree the last season for some reason is the best and um you know, all the stuff that happens on Twitter and everything. Um, and Facebook, although I don't know very many friends that are going to be posting Mad Men stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're like, oh, I can't go on Facebook until I've watched, you know, this episode. And Right, right. Anyway, I just thought it'd be fun. So that is the main motivation I had for starting Mad Men. Although I didn't know if I would, I didn't know if I'd end it in time. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I watched six seasons in four weeks. (laughs) That is nuts. (laughs) It's so good, Sue. Like I said, you better wait for that. uh, That amputation. That amputation, yep. (laughs) I know, I know. It's going to be a while before I'm going to let myself. If if it did that to you, I know it's probably going to do it to me. So I'm really going to have to plan it out carefully. That's fine. I, like I maybe that. probably even wait until like next winter when I don't have the garden going and it's not summer and I want to be outside and you know. Yeah, that's a good plan. So, I support that. Whenever you want to watch it, let me know. I'll have to actually maybe start it around Halloween decorating time. That's a good yeah. thing to watch while I'm paper yeah. machining <laughs> <laughs> and whatever I'm gonna do. Right. <laughs> Yesterday, I decided to enter the Mad Men fan world. Oh, no. Okay. You're you're quickly going to become, like, president of the fan club. (laughs) I don't think so. Guys, I just got done. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. What I saw, the Mad Men fan world, I... So, I started with AV Club. AV Club is my go-to review source where you can read actual reviews about shows. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's really the only one I go to. Um, and so I went there and I was just, 
I only read a few because they're long reviews. And But what I saw, I read some of my favorite episodes and, like, of course, this week's episode I read. And I was just so pleased and it just seemed exactly like what I expected. Just mm-hmm. getting the nuances. And it's a very smart show, but I don't know. It's It's just, it's its own little thing. I love it. But they seemed to get it, so, you know, that was my first thing, so I'm like, this is awesome. So I go and see what kind of podcasts were available, and there were, like, a lot. I downloaded four of them, and I watched, since season five is my favorite, I decided to start with season five, and so I listened to four different podcasts, um, review of the season premiere of season five and I cannot tell you how disappointed I was. Oh. It's it's not I'm not gonna be podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well that's too bad. Not happening. I I can't believe there's one little thing about for one thing, okay, there's a girl that's French. And I'm not gonna tell you who she is or whatever, but she does something that is like the most quintessential just temperament of a French girl, just exactly what I would expect. Mm-hmm. And it not one person got it. And they all thought it was weird and twisted and crazy. And I'm like, no, no one in America knows that I'm the only one that knows that that is so perfectly French. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a way, a temperament of a, your quintessential French girl. Right. That's just, it was perfect. And it made so much sense to me. And anyway, Hmm. and it wasn't just that. It's like people didn't, they don't get this one character who I felt I get really well. And I understand the relationships and I just, I inherently got it. And it sounds like most people don't and they hate her. And anyway, I'm done with podcasts on Mad Men. And not to mention, just a few of them, they just seem to not get anything. Just clueless. (laughs) I'm not going to mention any names. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, really? Why are you podcasting about this show? You don't get it at all. You're not getting any of the nuances. You're not... I mean, maybe people say that about us, (laughs) but... (laughs) I don't know. They just don't seem particularly <laughs> insightful at all. Huh. It was well, sad, bad. but it's okay. It's okay. It can be for me. I'm like, you know what? The show's for me. Yep. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. I don't need to be in that world of... Anyway. No, because that... Yeah. Because then you might, I don't know, fall down the rabbit hole of Mad Men podcasts if there was really good ones out there and we'd never hear That's from true. you again. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth there i don't know maybe some of our listeners can tell me if i missed one or yeah, if i got yeah. the wrong impression i wasn't impressed yeah and i uh, i don't know i feel like maybe i watch shows a little strangely and my brain interprets things a little strangely and that's okay and sometimes i just need to have that 
Right. And I don't need to be poisoned by other people's opinions or what they think is going on. You know, sometimes it's fun and you're like, wow, I never thought of that. That's, that's crazy. Maybe they're right. And then sometimes it's like, I hate your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Based on your feelings and thoughts of this show, of a TV show. (laughs) That's funny. Well, you accomplished something. <laughs> I did, and I'm back. You, you can be proud of yourself. I only get one a week now. And, and apparently, for 13 episodes, they're going to split it up into two years. I'm so mad. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, seven, really? Just seven episodes and taking a year off? You know, I'm... I think it was I think it was the Sopranos that started that. Is it? I, I never so. watched the Sopranos. Don't get me started on that right now. They <laughs> <laughs> I need a year or so before I get really into a show again. <laughs> I think they started doing it in like later seasons and then it just has become a thing. I I mean someone can let us know if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive it was the Sopranos that were the first show to do that. And maybe it was because of that writer's strike that went on. Remember that? If you, oh, yeah. Just maybe change things up just enough. Like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it seems like, and I just, I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I'm glad that Bates Motel isn't doing it. Because I don't get it. I don't get like Walking Dead doing eight episodes and then making us wait four months and then doing another eight. Why? Just do them all. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it extends. Although I don't get how it extends it so much. I guess your series premieres make a lot of money and stuff, but is it worth it? I guess that's just the point of it is so that there's two finales and two premieres for each season. But I don't know. It just seems so manipulative. It really is manipulative. And it just, I don't know. Dexter, Dexter didn't do it, did it? I don't know. I don't I, think it did. I was only able to watch like the first couple seasons of Dexter as it was playing, and I don't remember them doing that, but it might I have I really been. don't think they did, but I know Breaking Bad did. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's kind of an annoying thing, but I guess it's not going to stop. They don't care what we think. I know we're not the only ones who bug it, who don't like it, but oh well. Well, I read an article about Mad Men, I think on the IV Club, and they talked about that, that, um, like, season seven premiere, the numbers were down, and they think fans are a little annoyed (laughs) that they're splitting it up, and they're kind of, like, protesting. That was just the opinion of the person that wrote the article. Well, and it could be, because I'm the type, you know, it... I mean, Breaking Bad and Walking Dead, I did have to watch as as it was airing. Mm-hmm. But 99% of the shows, I'll just wait till the whole season's out and it's streaming on Netflix. And I'll just watch it on my own time. Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, and I think a lot of people do that. There's, there's not a lot of shows out there that I'm like, I have to know what happened on this next episode, you know. Right. I'll just and- wait. Yeah, it makes sense to be like, you know what? You're going to show us seven episodes and make us wait a year? Screw that. Yeah, I'll just wait two years and watch them all. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. 
All right, so Mad Men. Yay, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's I'll only get one episode a week, so I'll be like crawling out of that rabbit hole. <laughs> I already feel like I have. I feel <laughs> different. <laughs> I'm a changed woman. <laughs> Did you watch anything else? Nothing like uh, noteworthy. All right. I was thinking before we started yours. Well, I would have done this earlier had I thought of it. But before we start yours, since it's more apropos to what we talked about, you're what you've been watching stuff. Mm-hmm. We should read Harold's what we've been watching segment of his email. Oh, yeah. Do you want to read that or do you want me to? I've got it right here. I got it too. Okay, go ahead. Okay. After our discussion of Buffy, I went back and watched a few of my favorite episodes from the early part of the run. The first season finale, Prophecy Girl, School Hard, Halloween, and Lie to Me. Wow, these were great episodes. And all are before the midpoint of season two that Emily was talking about. Sue, I hope you made it through Angel and are still waiting to watch a few are still willing to watch a few more. There are some lousy episodes in those first seven, but believe me, it gets a lot better. <laughs> I think Halloween, that's season two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me talk about a couple other things I've watched and maybe right. we'll get into that. But thanks for the comment card on the what we've been watching, Harold. And if you missed it, I don't know if this was in the pod. I think it was, but I told Sue to watch through Angel, so that's what he meant, that he hopes Sue made it through Angel and is willing to watch a few more. Yep. Yep, you did give me that little challenge. So, um, but before we talk about that, I watched um, the latest Coen Brothers movie, Inside Lewin Davis. Davis. You saw that? Yeah. Heard awesome things about it. It's good. I liked it. Um, but I would only recommend it to someone who is a Coen Brothers fan and understands the Coen Brothers movies. Uh-huh. It's not one I would recommend to anyone else but a Coen Brothers fan. Interesting. Yeah, because it's not, you know, it's not Fargo. It's not, oh, brother, we're out there. It's not No Country for Old Men. It's not like one of their best, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's very Coen Brothers. But it's very Coen Brothers-y. And, I mean, it's fairly slow moving, which is fine. It's about a guy. It's like late 50s, early 60s, I believe. Um, he's a folk singer. Mm-hmm. Just really down on his luck like oh you you really can't get more broke and battered than he is but still trying i don't know it the coen brothers are so good at like depicting someone's desperation you know what i mean like oh yeah like that scene in fargo when william macy leaves after talking to his father-in-law and the bank guy about the parking lot and they're like what are you talking about what what do you mean we're just going to give you the money for that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and they're like would you mind if we just do it then and you know he just uh then he goes out to his car and it's just so cold and there's all that ice on his windshield and it shows him trying to scrape the ice i don't know it just i love that scene it just shows how desperate and out of control i don't know it's just a great scene they're so good at that yeah and they are 
they're really good at portraying this Lewin Davis guy. Just you just get such a sense of where he's at, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a fun little storyline about a cat that I really like. But uh, it's good. It's good if you're a Coen Brothers movie movie fan, watch it. You know, but cool. don't expect it to be No Country for Old Men or something. You know, but you'll right. appreciate it. So. And then you loaned me that Jane Eyre miniseries, and I watched oh, that. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yep. And, oh, I loved it. It's great. Is he just the best? Oh, I loved him so much. I love Stevens, him Ezra so Chester. much. <laughs> and, you know, you had said that you think that he is the best, you know, actor in one of these kind of miniseries things, you know, that just gets the character right. I think he's like one of my favorite portrayals of a fictional, a fictional character that I know and love. Right. Right. I think he does the best job of bringing that character to life. Oh, he did. He was so good as, Oh, he was so cute and just, Oh, I, I just, I loved it. And it just reminded me how much I love that story. But, uh, but I had mentioned, you know, what about Colin Firth as Mr. Darcy? And so after I watched Jane Eyre, I watched like the first two hours or so of Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. And man, it's a toss up. Colin Firth is still really, really good as Darcy. He does. He does those looks <laughs> oh, at her man. across the room and it's unparalleled. It is. It's it is. True. So I'm like, oh man, it's a toss up. It's a toss up. I hadn't watched Pride and Prejudice in a long time and it was kind of fun. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I probably will finish it soon. But I yeah, forgot but... that one of the little sisters is Saffron from Absolutely Fabulous. Oh. <laughs> the one that, like, gets married. That's just, like, crazy for all the sailors or soldiers. Yeah, or that's just the, like, boy crazy. Yeah, it's Saffron. Huh. I haven't seen that in years. It's fun. Watch it. It's... Yeah, it so... Yeah, I love, you know, when, uh, what's his name? They did a Jane Eyre movie version a few years ago. I don't think I watched that. The only Fast other... Ben- Fastbinder. Fastbender? Fastbender. Oh, Michael Fastbender plays him? He played him, and I just thought... And this is Jane Eyre I'm talking about back again. All right. I, I want my Rochester ugly, you know? Right. <laughs> and no right. offense to Toby Stevens, but, you know, he's not... He's not totally attractive, and he's just he's just dirty enough. And my only complaint with that show is that his wife was not crazy enough. <laughs> no, I I agree that at the same way, yeah, Bertha should have had crazier hair. Yes, I want her to be like an animal on hay. Yes, exactly. Chained up. That's. That's how it is. I mean, she was crazy in like a cuckoo, something's nuts about her way. Right. But she didn't she need- look crazy, though. No, not at all. Yep, I agree. And who who else they got right, though, was at the end, the Mrs. Reed, when, when uh, Jane goes back to, you know, the aunt who raised her and she's all sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like. She was, they creeped her up so much. She was so scary. I was like, Matt can't watch this because it's going to bring back Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) 
he's gotten over Zelda from Pet <laughs> Cemetery, this is gonna be his new Zelda. <laughs> yeah, she was gross. She was so gross. Oh, but but yeah, no, I didn't watch the Michael Fassbender one. I I didn't either. But I'm not I just, even aware that it, it happened. Just hearing he, that he was in it, I was like, no, that is not. Yep, he's too handsome, Excuse Rochester. Me. That is one of Rochester's main character things about him is that he's not a handsome guy. No. He's not ugly, but he's not handsome, you know. Right. But uh but yeah, I I really liked it. The only other portrayal I've seen is the way long ago one with uh Orson Welles. I don't think I've seen that one, but I've seen one another one. In between Orson Welles and hmm. this one. I think it was done in the 70s. And it was decent, but I w- the Rochester in that one had a mustache, and I was really scandalized by that. Gross. Scandalous. So anyway, thanks for loaning that to me. Um, I'll get it back to you. I, yeah, you're welcome. I'll probably watch it one more time. Yeah, um, I've got my favorite scenes. <laughs> so... So then, I watched Buffy. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. <laughs> so, I ended up watching just the whole first season. Oh, okay. Because I got to the Angel episode, and I just went, you know what? There's not that many left in this season. Let's just watch it all, because if I stop... It might be a while before I finish the first season, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just watched it all. You said that there was going to be a surprise in the first episode. I'm guessing that's Rita from Dexter. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I had no idea she was in it. It wasn't that great of a surprise for me because I wasn't a Rita fan. But... Well, I didn't mean to, like, get you all excited that, oh, my gosh, someone's not going to be so excited about <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really make it sound like it was gonna, you know. But okay. yeah, so you know, I I was like, uh, Rita, <laughs> she dies soon. <laughs> well, she there's flashbacks and things. Oh, okay. Just a spoiler alert: it's not the last time you see her. <laughs> um, I have a. These are my thoughts. Um, so why do the vampires' faces go all caveman when they're? <laughs> This is one of my complaints, and <laughs> I, and it gets better. <laughs> First season, you know, it's they work out some things. Um, okay, because it just seems so... <laughs> it is totally caveman, you're right. Especially yeah. the one guy that starts the harvest or whatever. <laughs> totally. I know, I kept looking going, is that Ron Perlman? <laughs> <laughs> But that's one of my giant things, and it's it's stupid complaint, but it just I, agree. I don't like how ugly the vampires get. And it's just, I've watched a lot of vampire things, and, like, it's the only show that does that. Everyone yeah. else, like, the only way, 
there's fangs come down and that's about it. But these guys, I mean, like their whole face changes shape. <laughs> right. And you wonder why do they need to do that? It's, it's not attractive and <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's got to eat up a lot of their budget and time. <laughs> I know. I know. And it it just, seems very unnecessary. Yeah. It, yeah. It just, it just seemed like an odd choice. Um, I like how Buffy has like super strength. I had no idea she did going in. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that she could jump really high and that she was really strong. Yeah, if you like strong female leads, this is a good series. You know? Yeah. Hey, I grew up on Wonder Woman with Linda. Right. I, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's nice. And in fact, um, I guess, small spoiler alert, what happens in the first two minutes of the show, of the very first episode of the show. Um, so if you don't want to know, skip a little bit, but... The fact that it is Darla, um, that's the scary person, mm-hmm. you know, you, the way it's set up, you know, they too, the, they're sneaking into the school and you think he's the bad guy, right? You think he's, you know, something's going on, something bad's going to happen. Right. And you figure it's him, but it turns out to be her. It kind of sets the stage for the whole series. Right. Right. Yeah. I like that. Oh, it's, it's the girl we're supposed to be afraid of. And yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like Willow. Mm-hmm. She's cute. And I like how she's kind of a little computer nerd. Yeah. And I kind of like the master. He was kind of funny and whiny. and. Yeah, he's a really popular big bad. Yeah. I. John Metcalf, I think, plays him. Nice. Yeah, I liked... I don't know. He just, I, he would make me laugh sometimes because he's like so scary, but then he would say something like he, he's kind of whiny. <laughs> 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 so I kind of like that. Um, so the episodes I thought were the lamest were the praying mantis one, mm-hmm. the wolf pack one. Yes. <laughs> and the demon in the internet. Oh, I hated that one. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, those are three of the most hated Okay, There's a so few more coming up, but you really got down the like worst. I mean, okay. I robot you, Jane, on a if. Okay, if they and groups have done it, they've listed every Buffy episode in order of best to worst, and <laughs> those are in the top ten every time. The ones you just said. Okay. Okay. Every so time. I'm with the fans. I'm not like seeing it a different way. Not at all. I was hoping you weren't gonna say those are the ones that people like the best, and I'm like, okay, I can't watch any more of that. <laughs> No, in fact, I Robot Eugene is almost universally. The is worst. that is that the demon in the internet one? Yes, it's even a stupid name. Right, but as Harold pointed out in our back and forth, it does introduce Jenny Calendar, and she's quite well loved. Okay, <laughs> so it has that going for it, and that's it. Yeah, it. Yeah. Ugh. Um. But the rest weren't too bad. I kind of liked the Invisible Girl one. I thought that was a clever. Yeah, that one's fun. And the ending's kind of cool in that ending. one. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, how, yeah, there's like more kids like her and they become like CIA. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and I kind of liked the, the ventriloquist guy. One. I love that one. Okay, I, good. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> 
That might be one that people hate that I kind of like. It is. It's a split one. Is it? And some people hate it. Some people like it. I like it because I think the ventriloquist guy was funny. I like the twists in it. And I love just that end. <laughs> the um, guillotine thing. And then the curtains go up. And everyone's like, they, it's like some sort of a avant-garde scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that part. Okay, so, yep, I'm done with season one. I got through it. So, that is done. That's in the bag. You have yep. made it past Wasn't season one. bad as I thought. So, I think <laughs> I did have, like, extremely low expectations, and I think that helped. Um, so, yeah, I'm willing to keep going on it. So, Good. I will be well, checking in with you. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch this week. I watched The Puppet Show. Because Harold and I had been talking about it a little bit, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch that one more time. I can't believe how dark and grainy it is. <laughs> the first, even second, and possibly third, they just they had a bad camera, and it gets a lot better and more clear and less dark and everything. If that was a problem for you, no, no, it. One of the problems I had, and this really isn't anything about the show, just I was pretty much watching it late at night after Cam had gone to bed, and I was, like, sewing the seat cushion covers mm-hmm. for the camper and stuff, and it's one of those shows that goes really quiet, and then really loud things happen, and then it gets quiet, and then loud things happen. That's the worst when you're trying to watch that. <laughs> yeah, so you're, like, turning, it's like, crap, 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 I don't want to wake up Cam, but then all of a sudden there's dialogue, and I can't hear it, so I turn it up, and then, like, loud stuff happens, I'm just like, crap, this isn't a show I can watch when Cam's in bed, and I don't want to wake him up, I have to, I'm going to have to, like, watch it on my days off or something, right. or, you know, because, yeah, that's hard. Unless I just watch it on my laptop with earphones, I guess I could do that. Right, which is what I've just, that's all I do now at night. Yeah, but I mean, that's nothing against the show. There's lots of shows like that, so it's not a real complaint, just a meh. So, anyway, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually kind of glad I'm watching this series, because I have heard such great things, and it's always in, like, the top 50 shows of all time. And and you like Joss Whedon, and you and can't... And I do like Joss Whedon, yeah. You can't like him without watching Buffy. And, you know, I became a Joss Whedon fan well after Buffy even happened. It was other things that I, you know, right. that made me uh, probably Cabin in the Woods big time. <laughs> I love that movie so much. That was, that was a great. But, uh, and the Avengers and, you know, but, so I, I, I'm glad that I'm like going to be able to say that I watched it, you yeah. know, so. You'll like it. You'll. Thanks for making me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I haven't looked at the listings for season two for a while, but I'm sure there are good ones before the second, before the second half happens. Yeah. And I think Ted's in there. And Schoolhard. That's where Spike's introduced. Spoiler alert. I'm okay with getting through the bad ones because I think it is kind of fun having like a monster of the week. You know, I think Harold mentioned something like, don't worry about the monster of the week stuff. You know, I like monsters of the week. But I kind of do like it. I kind of I kind of like stuff like that. I like how each episode has its own little story like that. But then there's also parts 
to the whole story as a whole. Right. People complain about the Monsters of the Week, especially when the big bad's so interesting and mm-hmm. stuff. But I think they're necessary, and I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That It doesn't bother me. So I'm, I'm cool with that. So even if they're dumb, like the demon in the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Um... The two in season two, I'm looking at it now, that I'm really don't care for at all and pretty universally hated is Reptile Boy. So when you get that, if you hate it, don't feel bad. (laughs) And Inca Mummy Girl's pretty lame. But other than that, they're all right. Okay. And Halloween is really fun. Cool. All right. So that's what I've been watching. And Ted's in there. Yes. Ted. Is that a character or is that an actor? Um, that's Ted the Knight? name of the show. No, but that's the one that's John Ritter. Oh, okay. <laughs> it couldn't have been too long before he died filming no. that. I don't know. Probably not. All right. <laughs> Please be more than 